You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. When we talk about new, it is about the gospel. The gospel changing us to become a new person. We've tried all our life to become someone new. Gusto natin magbago. Pagdating ng New Year, sinasabi natin, bagong taon, magbagong buhay. But at the end of the day, hindi talaga tayo nagbabago. Because it can never change us. Kung ano man yung sabihin natin, kung magbago tayo ng pananalita, bago ng pananamit, bago ng church na puntahan, bagong librong basahin, those things will never change us. What we need is an internal fix in our hearts, which what the gospel does to us. The gospel basically is the good news that we are sinners. Sinners who are in need of a Savior. And because of the great love of God, He sent His Son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for us. Because in the Old Testament, nangyayari, for us to have a right standing before God, kailangan mag-ano ka, mag-sacrifice ka ng hayok. Without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sin. So kailangan, there's a blood to be shed. But here in the New Testament, the good news, pumasok na yung good news, is now it's not man who's making the sacrifice, but it's God who started to make sacrifice. And He did not just sacrifice an animal, a lamb, a sheep, but He sacrificed His one and only Son. And the good news is not just God sacrificed Jesus, His one and only Son on the cross, to pay the penalty for our sin, but the good news is, this is the complete good news, is that Jesus rose from the dead. Because Christ rose from the dead, the Bible says that whoever believes in Him will not perish, but have eternal life. The Bible does not say whoever goes to church every week, whoever reads the Bible from cover to cover, whoever does good works, whoever gives a million pesos or a million dollars to charity, all right, na yun yung pupunda ng heaven. But the Bible says whoever believes, whoever believes lang, pastor, yes, that's the reason why it's a good news. Because you don't have to do anything, you just have to trust in what Jesus did on the cross by accepting Him in your heart. And from that, I believe that's where the change will happen. That's the good news. But sometimes, Christians would think that the good news is only a means for us to go to heaven, that one day I'm going to go to heaven. The problem is this. That's going to be one day. Kumbaga ngayon, we live in a fallen world. We live in a sinful world. So how do we get from point A to point B? Diba? Because we live in a fallen world. The answer for that is also the gospel. The gospel does not only save us, but the gospel also sustains us while we are living here on earth. It's not just our ticket going to heaven, but the gospel also have answers. Not only for us to have a right standing with God, but the gospel also has answers when it comes to life issues. And for the past weeks, ito yung pinag-uusapan natin. Life issues. That's why I like this series. That we're not just talking about God, God's love, merciful, ganyan. Tapos yun, tapos na, uwi na tayo. But we are dealing with life issues. We are going to talk about guilt and shame. Basically, when we talk about guilt and shame, ang pinaka-origin na ito, bakit ba natin na-experience yung bagay na ito? Because of sin. When sin entered the picture here sa atin, 
Remember the time when Adam and Eve ate the forbidden fruit, diba? The first thing that they did, that they felt guilty and that they started to cover themselves. Because of sin, nagkaroon na sila ng guilt at saka shame. Basically naman, ikaw naman, pag alam mong inosente ka, diba? You will not feel guilty. Kumbaga, alam mong you are innocent. But here, because sin entered the picture, they started to realize or man started to realize that at the end of the day, we are all guilty before God because of our sin. But then the good news comes. That's why the cross is a symbol that whoever believes in it, that empty cross signifies that whoever has accepted Christ as His Lord and Savior, that you have eternal life. Ibig sabihin, that you are no longer guilty because the penalty of sin has already been paid for. In other words, napiansahan ka na ng Panginoon. You are now innocent before God. So, kumbaga, God has already paid, I mean, Christ has already paid for the penalty of our sin. You are already innocent. But, here's the problem. Sometimes, or most of the time, the enemy will use guilt and shame even if we already know God has forgiven me, God has forgiven me, I'm going to change the world for God, but still, the enemy would use it as a tool to try to hinder us to do the purpose that he has given us. If we're going to define guilt ngayon, guilt basically is what takes place when a person realizes his failure. When guilt is not properly dealt with, it turns into a stronghold man called shame. Basically, shame is seeing yourself as a failure because of what you've done. Guilt is looking at the sin. Shame is looking at yourself. The voice of guilt says, I deserve to be punished. On the other hand, shame, the voice of shame says that I am worthless. There's this kind of guilt, false guilt, that the enemy would use against us even if we know na humingi na tayo ng tawad kay Lord, even if we know that pinatawad na, ta- na tayo ni Lord, but still the enemy will try to make us feel guilty by trying to bring us back to our past. Remember what you did last summer? Ganon, di ba? Kung baka dinadala ka niya ulit sa past kung ano yung ginagawa mo before. Growing up, paano ba yung nag-work ang ano, yung, yung guilt and shame? Probably you're here and, and someone told you that you're, you're worthless. Probably you're not, hindi ka aasenso. And then you try to, when you started to grow up, you start to prove yourself. Mag-aaral ako mabuti. Ganyan. Kumbaga, aasenso ako. But then things did not happen according to your plan. Di ba? And then, because it did not happen according to your plan, Kumbaga, nahihiya ka ng bumalik. If probably, yung nagsabi sa'yo, yung magulang mo or mga relatives mo na hindi ka naaasenso, ganyan. You try to prove yourself, hindi aasenso ako. Kumbaga, mag-aaral ako mabuti, ganyan. But things did not happen according to your plan. Ngayon, wala ka ng mukha. Kaya pag reunion, ayaw mo nang bumalik. Ayaw mo nang magpakita sa'yo. Or probably, you're already a grown-up. Ayaw mo nang bumalik sa mga magulang mo. Nahihiya ka because of guilt and Shame. Sometimes when I would do memorial services, there's a, a guilty feeling na nakikita ko minsan sa mga tao when, when they remorse, for example, a lost loved one or siguro a parent, yung parent nila. They would say that nagsasorry sila na, na ganito yung nangyari, nagsasorry sila that they didn't have a chance to, to be reconciled. Since patay na yung tao, there's no, no way to be reconciled already. Dadalhin nila yun. No means of reconciliation. Guilt. 
Probably you're a Christian here. Before you know that you are on fire, nagbabasa ka ng Bible, you're memorizing scripture, ganyan, you're volunteering, ganyan. But ngayon, hindi na. Nagbago ka na kay Lord, di ba? And now, you feel that there's this guilt, shame na nagbago na talaga ako. And it's hard for me to go back kasi tatanggapin pa ba ako ni Lord? Or tatanggapin pa ba ako ng mga kaibigan ko if I go back? If you're here a Christian and probably you committed infidelity or probably you're here, you have an abortion, ganyan, di ba? These things brings shame and guilt into our hearts. What if someone finds out itong nangyari sa akin? What if someone finds out ito yung ginawa ko? Guilt and shame. This is a life issue. And the good news about this is the gospel, the Bible, Jesus has an answer for this life issue. So yung babasayan natin ngayon, the character that we're going to talk about is Peter. And in John 20 verse 15, first part, sabi dito, When they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than this? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Before we move on, let's bow our heads and pray. Lord Jesus, we just want to say thank you. Thank you for this time that we are able to talk about this life issue called guilt and shame. Lord, even right now, I pray that you would reveal to us yung mga pinagdadaanan namin concerning these topics. May you reveal it to us, Lord God, in the light of your word. Probably may mga bagay na nakabuon ngayon sa puso namin na nakalimutan namin, Panginoon. Pero I pray as we talk about this that you would slowly bring it out so that healing will be able to, to be given to those people, Lord God, na pinagdadaanan nito or hindi alam na pinagdadaanan nito. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Alright, renew. Jesus asking Peter, do you love me? This is going to be a different preaching. This is going to be a storytelling and I believe that it's going to be God is really just going to speak to you because we have to go back for us to appreciate sino ba to si Peter. So yan, yung gagawin natin. Simula muna tayo kay Peter. Sino ba to si Peter? First is, we have to understand that Peter is a fisherman. He's an apostle. He's a disciple. He's a leader. Natural born leader to si Peter. He's very strong-willed. And of course, nilagay ko na rin dyan na he's a married person because probably some of you think na hindi siya married. Kaya nga nilagay siya na ano, di ba? He's the first pope. Di ba? Tama? Just to bring clarification, Peter is married, okay? And also, he is a zealot. In other words, he is a person with zeal, or in other words, in our context, ano to, activista to si Peter. He's so passionate for his country, for him being a Jew, especially that their country is being run by Rome. Just a side note, here, Peter is a zealous person, but then you could see in his life, hindi na siya naging zealot because of his passions nagbago. Yes, he is passionate for his country, but because an encounter with God, an encounter of, of Christ, he started to realize it's not just about my country. It's not just about Israel. It's not about just me being a proud Filipino. Ay, hindi pala yun. Being a proud Jew. Alright? But it's me being a citizen of the kingdom of God. Alright? Kung baka si Peter, hindi siya yung activist na nasa Facebook, right? Kasi yung activist dati during our time, yung nagrarally ngayon, activist ngayon nasa Facebook lang eh. Well, he was like that before, but when he started to have encounter with Christ, he started to realize it's not just about this, but it's about the kingdom of God, right? Side note lang yun, right? He was a zealot. Of course, he was transformed. He became a disciple and an apostle. 
isang distinguishing thing that we could see kay Peter is that Peter was with Jesus for three years. How many of you want to be with Jesus for three years? That you can witness the miracles, you can witness being with the Savior of the world, diba? you can be with the person who is the pinakasikat na tao during that time. How many of you would want that? And here, Peter was living with Jesus for three years. Peter also was the one to significantly confess that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. They would only see Jesus as the Savior, ganyan, a political Savior. But si Peter, during one time, he confessed that you are the Son of God. Si Jesus, kinomend si Peter that it's not man na nagsabi sa yan. It was really a revelation from God, from the Father. Peter also was present when he raised a dead girl to life. Peter was also present during the transfiguration of Jesus Christ. Peter and John also were given special tasks in preparing uh, the final Passover meal. So, etong si Peter, so ano to, parang ito yung talagang close kay Jesus. Kumbaga, importanting taong to si Peter. But then, we could also say that all of these things, with, with all of these things, Peter can also be impulsive. Alright? In other words, ano siya, pabida. <laughs> madalas pabida to. And minsan, yung pagiging pabida niya, na nare-rebuke siya ni Lord. There was a time when he saw Jesus from afar, he started to walk towards Jesus in the water. Yung nasa boat sila, he got off the boat, he saw Jesus. But then, when he started to uh, not fix his eyes on Jesus, but started to see the waves, bigla siya nag-sink. So bigla, ayun, after that, nare-rebuke siya ni Lord na bakit kasi hindi ka sa akin nag-focus. Ganyan. Peter also rebuked Jesus one time when Jesus was talking about his death. Na one day mamamatay ako, sabi ni Jesus. Ben, sabi ni, ni Peter, hindi yung mangyayari, Lord. And then Jesus rebuked him saying, get behind me, Satan. Diba? Parang sakit nun, no? Kung sabihin sa'yo yun, punta ka sa likuran ko, demonyo ka. Ganyan. Peter also, yung when Jesus was about to be arrested uh, because of his impulsiveness, he started to draw his sword and cut the ear of the servant of the high priest. And Jesus rebuked him as well. Diba? So, uh, with all of these things, we could see that Peter is very impulsive. Pero kung titignan natin itong lahat, he's a leader, he's a, he's a disciple, he's He's been with Jesus for three years. Pero bakit? How can Peter experience guilt, shame, or failure? As we're going to talk about yung topic natin. Well, basically, it was Peter, because of his impulsiveness again, who boasted that he would never forsake the Lord, even if everyone else did. In Mark 14, Jesus was saying that one day, huli na ko, tapos nun, uh, the sheep will be scattered or everyone will be scattered. Peter, dahil pabida siya, ganyan. Sabi niya, even though they all fall away. etong mga to, mga kasama ko, they may fall away, Jesus. But I will not. <laughs> Di ba? Ay, hindi ako. Iniwan pa niya yung mga kasama niya. Pabida talaga. But then, Jesus started to rebuke him or tell him that before the day ends, Okay, before the day ends, you will deny me uh, three times. Before the rooster crows today, you will deny me three times. Pero sumagot pa rin si Peter. Ano pa rin? Pabida pa rin. But he said emphatically, if I must die with you, I will not deny you. And they all said the same. 
So just the same day, after a few hours, yun, nahuli na si Jesus. He got arrested and they were bringing Jesus. And when they were bringing Jesus already, the disciples ran away. But Peter started to sneak in. Kumbaga sinusundan niya yung crowd. Tumago siya doon sa mga crowd. Sinusundan niya kung saan pupunta si Jesus and what will happen. And then there was a girl, a person, who, a servant girl who saw Peter. Sinabi niya, this man was also with him. Itong taong to. Sabi ng babae. And basically, Peter said, uh, he denied it saying, woman, I do not know him. Tapos someone else said, oh, you're also one of them, di ba? Kasama ka rin doon, yung mga disciple, di ba? And he, he said, Peter said, man, I am not. And last is, there was this person who said, certainly, this man was also with him for he too is uh, Galilean. Nalaman kasi yung punto niya. Iba, di ba? And Peter said, man, I do not know what you are talking about. Or, bisaya ka man doon, hindi yun, no? Ganon, I don't know kung paano yun. Basta ganon, siguro nag-iba niya, di ba? Iniba niya yung, day, yung kung paano siya magsalita. Kasi nga, nahala, nahalata siya eh, Because of him being a Galilean. So yun, he denied Jesus three times. In the second part of verse 60, sabi dito, and immediately, while he was still speaking, the rooster crowed. And the Lord turned and looked at Peter. And Peter, after that, after the rooster crowed, and he had an eye-to-eye contact with Jesus. Jesus turning over to Peter. And Peter, when he started to have that eye-to-eye contact with Jesus, he remembered what Jesus said that before the rooster crows today, you will deny me three times. Imagine that, being reminded that you are you were already warned by God, by Jesus, what will happen? And then, hindi mo pa rin hinid yung warning na yun. Diba? And sometimes tayo, when we read the Word, there are a lot of warnings already. But then, we start to ignore it. We start to deny, ay, hindi mangyayari sa akin yan. Kaya hindi ko na, hindi na ako nagbabasa ng Bible kasi alam ko hindi mangyayari sa akin yan. But then, we start to deny the facts that it can indeed happen to us. And when Christ turned, wow, that was talaga sakit sa puso nun, di ba? Makita mo yung, yung mata ni Jesus and you just deny Him. The worst thing about Peter's situation is this. Compared to the Samaritan woman that we talked about and compared to the possessed man that we talked about last week, these two people did not know Jesus until they had encountered Jesus. They did not really have a relationship with Jesus, a physical face-to-face relationship with Jesus. But Peter knew Jesus. And if we're going to put that in our life, Right now. Di ba mas masakit yun? When someone you know, someone you know that is always with you, lagi mong kasama, tapos yun yung taong ide-deny ka, iiwan ka, di ba mas masakit yun? Imagine what Jesus was feeling during that time. When you say you deny this person, it's like you're saying that I disown this person. I have nothing to do with this person. What? You've been with me for three years? Tapos yun, biglang sasabihin mo, I have nothing to do with you? Imagine that. You being the position of Christ. 
you being with your best friend and your best friend will tell you, I do not know that person. You being a child and your parent will tell you, I do not know that person. You being a parent and your child will tell you, yung anak mo sasabihin, i-disown ko yung magulang ko. Imagine that. The gravity of what Jesus was feeling. But because of that, Peter realized as well kung ano yung nasabi niya, kung ano yung nagawa niya. Kaya in verse 62, this is what he did. He went out and wept bitterly. Because he started to realize that he indeed offended or broken the heart of his best friend, of Jesus. He went out and wept bitterly. This just shows the relationship that Peter had with Jesus. Kanina pag-uusapan natin yung false guilt that the enemy would use against us so, so that we will not be able to do what Christ has called us to do because we are in chains. Kapag may false guilt, try to re- the enemy will try to, rem- to remind us of our past. But here, we can see yung tinatawag naman na true guilt. What is true guilt? True guilt should prompt the person to repent and turn from their sin. Basically, what happened to Peter was that because of what he did, and because of that sight, of that eye-to-eye contact with Christ, he went out and wept bitterly. Or in other words, Peter started to repent. Peter felt sorry. He realized what he did was wrong. And you know what? I guess this would be the difference between Peter and Judas. Because pareho naman nagbetray. But Judas, on the other hand, yes, he felt sorry. But then what did he do? He tried to escape the situation by hanging himself. But Peter felt sorry and then he repented. Merong remorse. Siguro a good question for us is this. When we commit sin unintentionally, is it normal to us already? Okay lang yan. Kumbaga, patatawarin naman ako ni Lord eh. Or when we commit sin, is there something that tugs in our heart na sobrang sakit? Because yung sakit na raramdaman natin is not that mahuli ako one day or one day meron tong consequence. Pero yung sakit ng puso na nararamdaman natin is yung, yung nararamdaman natin yung puso ng Panginoon. Na alam natin, hindi tayo nag-offend ng tao, hindi natin nag-offend yung kung sino man, pero alam natin, first and foremost, ang ino-offend natin is si Jesus. I hope that when we commit sin, when in times na nagkakamali tayo, I hope that we would be repentant and say, God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I failed. I want to go back. So yun nangyari kay Peter. He went out and wept bitterly. And then we all know the story, Jesus was crucified on the cross. The good news again is that on the third day, Christ rose again. And the first thing, one of the first things that Christ wanted to do, He could have just, okay, I rose from the dead. Okay, alis na ako, punta na akong heaven. Bye-bye guys, bahala kayo sa buhay niyo. No, but He still started to be on this earth so that He can spend time with His disciples. And here in John 21, we could see Peter, right? Peter already, anong ginawa ni Peter? Uh, Simon Peter said to them, that is other disciples, I am going fishing. They said to him, we will go with you. They went out and go into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. So in other words, 
Peter went back to his old life. When there is guilt and shame in our hearts, all right, sometimes it makes us want to go back in our old life. When we fail, gusto natin bumalik kung saan tayo dati. When we fail, we don't want to move on. We just want to stay where we are, just the status quo. Guilt and shame takes you away from God and your calling. From God and your calling. Probably some people, it's hard for them, or hindi naman, it's hard. But they don't like the idea of sharing the gospel to other people or sharing about Jesus to other people. Probably because there's guilt and shame. Guilt and shame would say that I am not worthy of this. If I share this, other people know what my life is. There's guilt and shame. That's the reason why I can't tell this to other people. From his calling, from Peter's calling of being a fisher of men, he went back fishing for fish. Because when we talk about guilt and shame, it's either two things that we could do. It's either we cower away, takbo ka, iwasan mo, or we would try to cover it. Tago natin to. So that people will not see. Sometimes, because of this, we would also intentionally rebel against God. But here we could see in verse 4, sabi dito, Just as day was breaking, Jesus stood on the shore. Yet the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. You know what? When we feel that Jesus had left, or Jesus is far, or Jesus is not around, our tendency is to do is to go back to our old self. Kaya minsan, kaya natin inuulit yung mga kasalanan na ginagawa. Because sometimes we think that Jesus is not here. Jesus is far. Or probably they were thinking Jesus is already dead. But here we can see that Jesus was not far. He was just there. Nakikita sila. And this is a lesson for us as well. That no matter how we feel, we may feel that Jesus is far but Jesus is indeed here. You may be in a situation that you don't like, but Jesus is beside you. When you are doing that sin, when you are falling and not honoring God, Jesus is beside you. He knows what is happening in your life. Before you are passionate to read the Bible, ngayon, pero ngayon, iba na yung passion mo in, in reading different stuff. Before you are so passionate in praying, ngayon yung passion mo na, Chismis. Why? Because when we feel that Jesus is not around, we go back to our old self. But you know what? No matter what our past is, no matter how many failures, no matter how many mistakes we've done, the love of God is greater than our failures. His love is greater than our mistakes. And here, sabi in verse 5, Jesus said to them, Children! Siyempre, beyond my distance, diba? Children! Do you have any fish? They answered him, No, no, no. So he said to them, Cast the net on the right side of the boat and you will find some. So they cast it and now they were not able to haul it in because of the quantity of fish. He called them children. It talks about a connection, a relationship. Diba, minsan, I, I don't know about you kung na-experience ito. Minsan may mga matatanda na tumatawag sa akin, anak, ganun. Anak, hindi naman kita kaano-ano. Yung ganun. Pero, because the reason why they would say that is because they want to have a connection with you. Diba? With, with, with a person. And here, we can see Jesus was making a connection to the people who denied Him. 
He was making a connection. And here in verse 6, we could see, etong scenario na to, this sounds familiar. This was the, the scene, the first time that Jesus, or that Peter, encountered Jesus. And I was just reminded when, when I was studying this, was Jesus, in a way, was bringing back that moment. That moment that Peter and the other disciples, or at least kasama ni Peter during that time, he was bringing them back to that moment when they started to first encounter God. And there's a, in Psalm 51, it says, David, when he committed adultery to Bathsheba, isang prayer niya, is that, Lord, bring, restore to me the joy of your salvation. Bring me back to the first time I met you. And maybe, maybe, Sometimes for us, ito yung kailangan natin. Sometimes we want to quit, but maybe we have to go back to that point in time why we made Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. To that point in time that we experienced an encounter with Him. To that point in time that we said to ourselves, this is real. Totoo to, yung pag-worship kay God. Yung pagsamba kay God. There's this song, di ba yung kay Gary V? Ano yun? Sana maulit muli. Yan, ganyan, di ba? Kung isang TV series to, yun na yung pineplay ng music. Okay? Ng, ng director. O play. Sana maulit muli by Gary V. Habang nag-fish sila, yung mga isda, ganon. Yun na yung scene. So Jesus was bringing them back to that first moment that they met each other. And verse 7, Then the disciples whom Jesus loved therefore said to Peter, at si John yung nagsasabi nito, yung the disciple that Jesus loved. It is the Lord. Sabi, Peter, it is the Lord. When Simon Peter had heard that it was the Lord, he put on his outer garments for he was stripped for work and threw himself into the sea. And the succeeding verse, it says that they dragged, lahat ng catch, because it was heavy, they dragged it into shore. When they got into the shore, they, they saw Jesus with a, ayan, nagpapaihaw na. Okay, nang inihaw na isda. Meron na nakahanda. Jesus said, Bring some of the fish that you have just caught. Jesus said to them, Come and have breakfast. Now none of the disciples dared ask him, Who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Jesus came and took the bread and gave it to them. And so with the fish. Jesus started to invite them to have breakfast. There was an invitation. Siguro kung ako si Jesus, kung ako lang, dinenay nyo ako. Sige, alika, breakfast tayo. Lalasunin ko kayo. Yung ganun, di ba? Siguro kung ako lang yun. Sobrang offended na matay ako para sa inyo. Tapos yun. Yung ganun. Pero di, eto, this kind of invitation is not, uh, is not an, an invitation to kill them. Okay? And probably, if, probably yun rin nasa isip niya. Pwede rin ganun. Baka lasunin tayo nito. Sasabi ni Peter. Pero you know what? Even if that's in their heads, the voice of guilt and shame will say, I deserve this. Kasi dininay kita eh. Iniwang kita eh. Sige, kung lalasunin mo ako, lasunin mo na ako. Diba? Because that's the voice of guilt and shame. I deserve to be punished. But here, Jesus was inviting them. This was an invitation of acceptance. Kapag nasa party, diba? Kumakain ka na, tapos biglang may darating ng mga bisita, ganyan. Tapos, so, hindi naman ikaw yung host, pero sabi mo sa ibang tao, ano sabi mo? Kain tayo. Diba? In-invite. There's an invitation. Peter denied Jesus, but Jesus came back and asked them to be with him again. Imagine, Peter, if, if with the guilt that he had, if uh, na dinadala niya, 
if Jesus did not rose from the dead, He would grow old having that guilt in His heart. Buti na lang, si Jesus resurrected from the dead. Buti na lang, merong second chance si Peter. And I guess this is a life lesson for us as well. That we could say, buti na lang, nag-resurrect si Jesus. Because we may be doing things that does not bring honor to God, or we may be doing things that we could say to ourselves, that's why I am not worthy. That's why I am a failure. Pero buti na lang, Jesus resurrected. Kumbaga, when He forgives, He is ready to forgive us anytime. Unlike us, pagdating sa forgiveness, meron tayong limitation. But when it comes to God, there is no limitation for Him. He is always ready to welcome us in His arms. Why? Because the love of God is greater than our failures. And as we move on to this story, nandito na tayo ngayon <laughs> sa binasa natin. Di ba? Ang haba, di ba? Ito na tayo sa binasa natin. And when he had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, son of John, Do you love me? Do you love me more than this? I don't know if it's probably the food, sinabi ni Jesus. Do you love me more than the food? Do you love me more than the disciples? Do you love me more than this situation? But one thing is clear, that Christ had a question. Do you love me? Asking it for three times. Do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? Jesus, ano yan? Paulit-ulit, ha? Paulit-ulit. Parang ano yan? Three times, he asked. Dito sa verse 17, yung pangatlo. Do you love me? Ganun pa rin. And Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, Do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Since Peter denied Jesus three times, probably some people would say that it's uh, Jesus restoring him three times as well. Well, basically, ako iniisip ko rin naman, Jesus, for, for him, he, need, he did not really need three times to hear Peter na, I love you, I love you. Kasi I, I believe that when Jesus says, you are restored, Kumbaga, you are, you are restored. You, okay ka na. Miski isang beses niya nasabihin niyo, automatic na yun. He doesn't have to say it over and over again. But the reason why Christ was asking Peter three times is because maybe Peter needs to hear it from himself. Probably the first time he said it to himself because there's shame and guilt. Do you love me? And Peter would say, I love you, Lord. Pero hindi pa rin, baka hindi pa rin siya convinced. Why? Because sometimes tayo, sometimes God has already forgiven us, pero tayo, hindi pa rin natin pinapatawad yung sarili natin. And that's probably the, one of the reasons why Christ was asking Peter three times. And also for him to hear what he's saying. Di ba pag ikaw yung nagsasabi, nagko-confess? Parang mas may, ano eh, mas may dating eh. Pag naririnig mo yung sarili mo, sinasabi yung, Praise God. God is good. I want to worship you, Lord. Kumpara kung naririnig lang natin sa pastor or sa ating victory group leader. But when we hear it from ourselves, naririnig natin yung bosses natin na sinasabi natin, God, you are worthy of our praise. There is something. Eh, nasabi ko yun. Diba? Until from our head, it sinks down to our hearts and it becomes real. That's the reason why when we, when we worship God, that's the reason why it's important for us not just to close our mouths. It's important for us to open our mouths. When we say radical love, diba? When we say you are enthroned. Kumbaga, that's the reason why we confess. Because when we hear it, kumbaga, sa atin naman, hindi naman natin sasabihin, ang pangit naman ng boses ko, ganyan. Pag kumakanta, hindi naman eh, diba? Pero naririnig natin yung confession natin. You are enthroned, Lord God. And when we hear it, it becomes real in our hearts. And here, 
Jesus wanted Peter to declare. Jesus wanted Peter to hear for himself what he is saying. That, I love you, Jesus. When we confess our sins, sabi sa Bible, when we confess our sin, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. It is possible for us not to be faithful, but Jesus, but our God is faithful because the love of God is greater than our failures. Pero yun, it doesn't end there. It doesn't end with just saying, I love you, Jesus. This question, do you love me, was a setup, another setup for Jesus to give something, a message to Peter. The question, the setup question was, do you love me? Peter said, I love you. You know everything. I love you. But then, Jesus started to reinforce that by saying, feed my sheep. Feed my lambs. Take care of my lambs. Feed my sheep. Which is what God or Jesus has instructed Peter to do. Here we can see that Jesus was reminding him of Peter's calling. You may not feel worthy that I'm calling you to go and make disciples, to honor God and make disciples, but I want you to hear it three times that I am calling you to go and make disciples. You may feel not worthy going to your office and to share Jesus, but I want you to hear three times from me, says Abigail Jesus, that come, feed my sheep. Come, take care of my sheep. Come, feed my sheep. He was instructing him that come, Peter, follow me. And he goes on in verse 18, Truly, truly, I say to you, when you were young, you used to dress yourself and walk wherever you wanted. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and another will dress you and carry you where you do not want to go. This he said to show by what kind of death he was to glorify God. Kung wala yung verse 19, ako siguro sabi ko, ayan, ganito ka mamamatay. <laughs> ganyan ka mamamatay. Dininay mo ako, ganyan ka mamamatay. But here, Jesus was saying the kind of death that Peter was going to experience. Why? Because he was going to glorify God. Dying. Wait, I denied you. Yes, you denied me. But I forgave you. That's why your end your period in life will not be a period of denial of the master, of the Son of God. But your period in life will be you glorifying God. And here, it is another lesson for us as well that the intention of God sa buhay natin is for us to glorify God. We may have done mistakes in the past. Probably right now, we are doing a lot of mistakes. But the intention of God that our period in life will be to glorify God. And this is, an, I believe that Christ, God is inviting us in this kind of scenario. That no matter who you are, no matter what you're going through, you may be experiencing rejection, oppression, nandito ka na lang, you're trying to cope up, magko-cope up na lang ako, pastor, magko-cope up na lang ako ganyan sa aking mga mistakes, mga, mga failures. But this is what Christ is telling us, that you can try to cope up or you can try to come and follow me. So that I can give you victory over rejection, over oppression, over mistakes and failure. Because no matter what your past is, no matter who you are right now, that my love is greater than your failures. My love is greater than your mistakes. That is the message that God wants to tell to you and me. What mistakes do you have in life? 
What are the failures? May masasabi mong failure. Iba-iba po tayo. We cannot, I cannot, I could just say a lot, pero I believe that God is dealing something in our hearts. My last verse is this. Peter started to understand, okay, follow me, sige, I'll follow you. But then there's in verse 21, Peter started to notice this person, the disciple whom Jesus loved. Si John, yung nagsulat na ito. Then when Peter saw him, he said to Jesus, nakita niya si John, sabi niya kay Jesus, Lord, what about this man? Paano to? <laughs> yung, yung minamahal mong ano, disipulo, paano to? Jesus said to him, if it is my will that he remains until I come, what is that to you? Ano yun para sa iyo? In other words, the lesson that we can get here is that our relationship with Jesus is personal. It's a personal relationship. It's a personal encounter. It's a personal story with Jesus. It's not, it's a, the problem with us sometimes, it is, we're, we're, we're trying to compare ourselves with other people. Eh, kasi siya ganito ginagawa. Eh, kasi siya ganito. Eh, kasi siya ganito. Eh, ako ganito lang. Pero the question is, Peter, Jesus is saying that you have to be perfect. He's not saying you have to be perfect to do this, ganyan. You, have, you don't have to, you have to be perfect like pastor, ganyan. You have to be perfect like your victory group leader. Kasi hindi naman kami perfect. Pero yung question niya is, or sinasabi niya is, you follow me. Don't look at the person on your li- right, on your left. Don't look at your parents. Don't look at your children. Don't look at your spouse. Don't look at the person in front of you right now. Don't look at the person beside you. Don't look at, at the person leading the music team. Don't look at the person raising up their hands. But Jesus is saying, come, follow me. Wag mo silang tignan. Ako tignan mo. Because this is a personal story with you. May kwento, meron akong story with them. Pero wag mo silang tignan yung story nila. Mahirapan ka lang. Tignan mo yung story nating dalawa. Tignan mo yung story natin. Yung gusto kong gawin sa'yo. Follow me. If you're going to look at that other person, baka mabangga ka. And hindi mo ma-realize na lumagpas na pala ako. Kaya sinasabi ni Jesus, follow me. Why? Because this is going to be a continuous journey. This is going to be a journey until we see God face to face. That's the why we have this series renew. That's why for the past weeks, ito yung natin, life issues of rejection, life issue of oppression. And no matter what experience may, we may have, it may be a failure in our sight, it may be a failure to the sight of other people. But remember, this is a journey. And it's in this journey, God is reassuring us that His love is greater than our failures. Amen? Let's bow our heads and pray. Lord, thank you, Lord God, for this time. Thank you for reminding us that this is a journey that we have in this life. Thank you, Lord God, that you are ready to forgive. You are ready to restore. You are ready to bring us back, Lord God, into your kingdom. Lord, I pray, Lord God, for your grace to be upon us. I pray, Lord God, that in times na hindi namin nararamdaman yung pagmamahal mo, pero salamat, Panginoon, pwede kami bumalik sa iyong salita para kami mismo marinig namin, mabasa namin. Hindi lang namin maramdaman, pero ma- 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 makapagtiwala kami sa iyong salita, Panginoon, na mahal mo kami. Lord, thank you, Lord God, for your great love. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.